0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, February 6th. I'm Sarah Reith. Sunday's storm left most of the coast dark. It strewed trees and power lines all over the county and led to the evacuation of three homes in Ukiah. Last night, the Mendocino County Office of Education reported that Manchester Union Elementary School, Pacific Charter School, and Point Arena schools will remain closed today. Ukiah appears to have suffered the brunt of the property damage, though there's not yet a tally of the lost food and business due to power outages in the unincorporated parts of the county. Last week, Brian Ferguson of Cal OES warned that storms would come fast and furious and be statewide with a variety of impacts.
1: Uh, What we are looking at is not just what's gonna happen today and tomorrow, but that this is a longer duration event, that this is something that is gonna take this week into next week and maybe even the next, the following week after that. And so that is why the level of concern is high at the state level uh, is not just the localized impacts, but the duration of the impacts and the wide geographic distribution of the challenges. As you heard from the National Weather Service a moment ago, uh, the impacts extend from the north coast, uh, almost near the Oregon border, all the way down to San Diego uh, towards our border with, with Mexico. So, uh, And it also is going to impact uh, our coastal communities all the way up to snow impacts in our mountain communities. So this really is a broad width of California that's going to see threats over the coming week.
0: Ryan Nelson, a captain and paramedic with the Ukiah Valley Fire Authority, reported that the department received 44 calls on Sunday, 12 of them non-storm-related medical calls. No pilots would fly in the weather. He reported 28 hazardous trees and power lines on roadways. A large oak tree, six or seven feet in diameter at its base, fell onto the hood of a car traveling north at Pomo Lane on North State Street at 344 on Sunday afternoon. The street was closed for about 45 minutes, but neither the driver nor the passenger was hurt. The department usually has four people on duty, but Nelson said he mustered up to 14 for the heavy workload. Matt Kaiser, the chief building inspector for the city of Ukiah, said that of the three homes that were evacuated, two were red-tagged, meaning they're not supposed to be inhabited until they've received a thorough inspection. A red-tagged home on Hazel sustained tree-inflicted damage to the roof, including trusses and rafters. One unit in an apartment building on Waugh Avenue has been red-tagged due to a tree leaning heavily on the roof, while another unit has merely been yellow-tagged, which restricts access to parts of the structure. A house on Maple Avenue sustained damage to the roof and interior ceiling, while a mobile home on Leslie Street and another house on Pine Street were yellow-tagged. Kaiser expects that more damage will come to light in the coming days. Volunteer fire departments were busy in the unincorporated parts of the county, too, mostly with downed power and communication lines and trees in the roads. At 11 a.m. on Monday, Albion Little River Fire Chief Michael Reese was finally heading home after his first call at 9 a.m. the previous day. He reported no injuries, no medical aids, and no traffic collisions, but said a fallen tree early Monday morning shifted the foundation of a small cabin. Reese's biggest complaint was with AT&T, which he said never sent help when emergency responders tried to get the company to send personnel to cut trees off their lines. He explained that the lines have a lot of tension on them, so when fallen trees are removed, the released pressure can cause heavy wood debris to fly, causing serious injury or death. He said eventually his crew and Caltrans workers cut the trees off the lines and no one was hurt. He said power was out in Albion and Little River, though the PG&E outage map at that time said power was currently on for all customers in both communities. According to the outage map, 16,301 customers across the unincorporated area were out of power early Monday afternoon. John Pisayas, assistant chief of the Mendocino Fire Department, reported that the first call came in at 9 a.m. Sunday, and by late Monday morning, the department had gotten reports about 21 trees down, many affecting power and communications lines. He said there hadn't been any property damage in the fire district, which has about 2,000 people. He also said Monday afternoon that the power had been out in his district since 8 o'clock Sunday night except for a brief interlude of about 20 minutes, though the PG&E outage map said power was on in the town. In Anderson Valley, Battalion Chief Angela DeWitt said her department had gotten a couple dozen calls, including one in the wee hours about a eucalyptus tree down on a tasting room in Boonville. Her crew spent the night clearing trees out of the roadways and conducting traffic control. She also found that AT&T was not responsive to calls to get trees off their lines and said that the company sometimes takes days to respond. There was also a minor earthquake just three miles north-northeast of Boonville on Sunday, according to the Southern California Earthquake Data Center. The 3.2-magnitude tumbler was two kilometers deep and does not appear to have caused any damage. Parts of the county were quiet. Chief Kerry Robinson of the Redbird Valley CalPella Fire District said his community fared pretty well. A crew closed Marina Drive at Lake Mendocino due to a group of trees that came down near some campgrounds that were closed anyway. Another tree came down across Road B, but as of Monday afternoon, he'd received no reports of trees falling down on cars or houses. Doug Moyer, assistant chief of the Compton volunteer fire department, reported one call on Sunday morning due to a downed tree. The power went out Sunday and was still out on Monday afternoon. Michelle Schnitzes, the board secretary and administrative assistant for the Little Lake Fire District, said she was shocked at how little action firefighters and willets saw during the storm. One resident who lost power called for help with a generator, and the department sent three engines to a major event that's been taking place on February 4th for 116 years. It was Edie Ciccarelli's birthday, and Schnitzes said her parade took place in the rain. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.